Welcome to your weekly dose of alignment with me, your host, Michelle File. Not too many years ago, I was far from feeling aligned in my life. I was stressed out, 80 pounds overweight, insecure, and happy, but really unhappy, if that makes sense. Life was happening to me instead of me creating the life I desired. In one small twist of fate, after a 20-year career as a top Aveda salon and spa owner, I completely changed the trajectory of my life. This one empowering pivot has led me to the top of my network marketing company, graduating as a nutritional therapy practitioner, and helping thousands of women make changes with their health, mindset, and finances. And this is where I get to share it all with you. I hope to bring you guests, experiences, insights, and tangible pieces of information that will help you elevate your life too. Creating a holistic approach to success is my goal. Are you ready? Let's go. Happy Wednesday and welcome back to In Total Alignment and happy 2024. Happy New Year. This is my first solo episode since we've been back on the air And I'm super excited about this season. Oh my gosh. I just feel like, oh, I feel like I'm coming into my own. Like I'm feeling like, okay, I'm confident enough to talk about the topics I want to talk about, to um, really share why I believe so strongly in some things. I feel like, and you might relate to this, I feel like for many, many years of my life, I've kind of sat in the background. I've agreed with maybe things that I don't necessarily agree with. I, you know, I never changed my own beliefs, but I wouldn't vocalize, right? I wouldn't be uh, bold enough. And over the last year, there's been circumstances that have come up in my life. And I just kind of decided, no, I'm taking a stand. This is how I feel. This is how I'm going to act. This is how I'm going to react. I've I've discovered how to self-regulate myself. Um, maybe I feel really strongly about something, but I also know that it's in the best interest of all parties just to sit in my own beliefs and I don't have to try and change anyone's mind, except on a couple different topics. And one of those things is health and wellness, as you can imagine imagine, but really specifically, um, strength and longevity and really thinking about and focusing on your future self. So when I think about my future self, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, what, what do I want that to look like? And I have really paid a lot of attention to that over the last couple of months. What are the things that I need to be doing now with my health, with my wellness, with my fitness, with my finances? What do I need to be doing now? My relationships, that's another thing. What do I need to be doing right now? So in 20 years, when I'm 69, I'm living the life that I envision for myself. What do I want that to look like when I'm 89, when I'm 109? I'm no longer finishing saying like when I'm in my nineties, I'm now going to say when I'm in my one hundreds, because that's where I want to be thriving with energy. I don't want it to be hard to get out of my chair. I don't want it to be hard to walk around and chase grandchildren. It'll be grandchildren for me. I 
don't know if I'll get to great grandchildren, just the way things are laid out in my life. But in, in 20 years, Delaney's going to be 22. I'll be 69. I want to be thriving. She's going to be doing all the things and I want to be able to do that with her. So that's something I want to get really bold about on this podcast. I'm bringing in guests that are talking about this, who have similar beliefs as I do. We want to be the face of menopause and perimenopause and walking through our years from 50 and beyond really, really strong and thriving and elevating, believing it, believing that it's the best time of our life, not when we are going to start laying down and, you know, washing away. So I hope you listened to last week's episode, the first episode of 2024, when I interviewed Amy Wilson, who is a pharmacist, a health coach, a fitness coach. We talked about a lot of stuff. That is an episode you need to go back and listen to. I think it started off the season with a bang because we were pretty bold about some topics. We were bold about, she shared some incredible, incredibly scary statistics about the, you know, people coming into nursing homes at a really young age. And some of the reasons why they're being admitted so young are because of lifestyle choices that we can change. We talked about weight loss drugs, which I think is an important subject. I didn't know much about it. So it was really, really interesting to talk to her. I hope you listened to that one. I hope you checked that one out. And I have already been batching so many interviews with so many really cool women, like forces. And I'm just excited for this season of this podcast. And I hope it's going to help all of us just elevate, elevate to places we we never thought possible, elevate to places that our grandmothers and our mothers didn't even know would be possible. That is where we're going, ladies. That's where we're going. So today, I thought because the new year is all about setting resolutions, and I know so many people decide to up-level their health in the new year. We decide to maybe change our eating habits. Maybe we start a fitness program. I mean, I have over 70 women in a group. We all started a new fitness program in January and it's awesome to be surrounded by that many women that really want to get stronger. And they're thinking about the future. These women are not just thinking about losing five pounds. They're thinking about the future. And that's who I want to talk to. So today I wanted to cover a topic that I actually just covered in my wellness collective, my group coaching program. So when women come in, they get invited into this private group where I am there supporting. And once a week I do some sort of nutritional therapy training. So this week, this, this past week, what I talked about with them is keeping nutrition simple because I don't know about you, but when I go on Instagram, like I go bonkers. Like there's just so many different people telling you this, people telling you this, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. And I just get so overwhelmed. I will be honest. I don't think there's anything I haven't tried. I've tried keto. I've tried counting macros. I've done the cups. I've done Weight Watchers. I've done like 
besides injecting myself with things or taking pills for weight loss, I really do believe that I've tried everything over the last 49 years. I think I've covered them all. And here's what I can tell you. Most of those things work. The truth is most of them work. But the question that I always now ask myself is, can this be a lifestyle? Like, am I really honestly not going to eat carbohydrates for the rest of my life? Or am I actually going to calculate my food consumption every single day, every single meal for the rest of my life? Uh, I'm not, I'm just not. And there's something interesting going on around this fitness program that I'm doing right now. A lot of people are really leaning into counting their macros. And I would just like to say, I have nothing against anything. You do you. I know that we all need to try some things sometimes go for it. Whatever feels good to you, go for it. But for myself, when I started seeing all these calculations, like this much protein divided by 0.6 or your weight divided by 0.9, or like there was all these figures coming at me and I don't math, like I don't math. And I start to shut down when I start like hearing those things. So I know right now we hear prioritize protein, right? We're, we're hearing that a lot and it's so, so important, but what does that look like? And how can we just like make this so simple because life should be enjoyed. I can remember, I'm going to tell you this story. I can remember back when I counted macros and I was obsessed. So I had my scale and I had my app that I had to put everything in. And I was so obsessed. I remember the first long weekend, we all gathered at my parents' place. And I can remember not having my food scale. So I was really, really anxious about that. And then I went to have lunch and I honestly felt completely paralyzed that I didn't eat. I didn't eat, you guys. I drove home to sneak in a workout and measure my food so I could calculate it in this app. That is not living. This was a long weekend that I was spending with my family and I was so hung up on making sure that I was doing everything right and I was going to get my numbers right at the end of the day that I missed out on life that day. And that whole weekend I would have missed out. So this is where I'm coming from. It's like, when I see that stuff, I kind of, um, I, I shut down because it becomes too much. I've lived it before and I know that it gets really, really obsessive, obsessive, right? So I sort of a couple months ago, I would say October, like after my birthday, this is when I kind of came to this realization 49 next year, I'm going to be 50 halfway point of my life. Hopefully not. Like I hope I got a little bit more than halfway, but I really want to think about things differently. I don't want to be obsessed with a bikini body or a certain number on the scale. Like that's just not my priority anymore. If it's your priority, that's great. But I hope that you're thinking and going about it a different way than I did when I was in my late thirties, mid thirties, early forties, because I remember being that person that just wanted to be skinny, that just wanted to for once wear the bikini and think I looked great. And I did, and I had the six pack and I did all those things, 
But truthfully, it didn't change my life. I was not any happier. In fact, that's when I was doing that obsessive counting and weighing and all that stuff. So I was more agitated, irritable. I didn't have enough nutrients pushing through my body. Like now, when I know what I know now, I was so unhealthy, even though I looked really good in the yellow bikini. Like I did, there's no question I did, but I was so unhealthy and so unhappy if we really look at it. So this fall, I kind of like took all of that stuff and just threw it out the window and made this decision that I am going to focus on longevity and strength and like my bone density and my skeletal mass and my body fat percentage. I wanted to really look at those numbers and improve that. I just want to get stronger every year. I want to get more flexible every year and not less because the norm for this age is to just get less. Like every year you're going to have one more kind of pain in your back and your knees are going to get more sore. And like, I just don't want that. I actually want to go opposite. I actually have to be honest. I get so anxious around people now who I watch that are in so much pain, you know, they're in their sixties, seventies, whatever. They can't get out of the chair. They're in so much pain. They're having to have surgeries on this and that. And I just think, did it have to be this way? And I know there's circumstances that it did. And I'm not, I am really, really trying not to be judgmental about it. Or I think about my dad and it makes me feel sick when that memory of him comes up of him huffing and puffing and hardly being able to breathe. Now, mind you, he only had half a lung, like he literally had (laughs) it cut in half. So he gets a bye. But I also know better. I know that there was things he could have done that would have given him a better quality of life. And I just don't want to feel that way. People do not need to feel so debilitated. I really, truly believe that. And I don't think it needs to be difficult. I don't think it needs to take a ton of time. I think it actually can be really simple. So I wanted to break down how I decided and how I implemented these simple changes since my birthday, which was October 22nd. I remember writing this in the journal, my journal. I'm just not going to do that program and I'm not going to do this methodology and I'm 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 just not going to get convinced into all these things like intermittent fasting, keto, like they're all there's all benefits of all those things. Vegetarian, paleo, carnivore, like honestly, there's all good things about each of those plans. But I just wanted simple. I wanted to go back to basics. Like I knew that there had to be a way, there had to be things that I could focus on in a relaxed way that would help me feel so much better. And I can tell you from my birthday to now, which we are January 8th, I have gone down a size in clothing. I have no idea what I weigh on the scale. I have not looked. So that I cannot tell you. My body fat, I feel, I I don't have a measure. I wish I did actually. I wish I I need to look into that, getting my, my actual body fat measured and not worrying about the number of pounds, right? I want to, I want to think about body fat, 
Because what happens to a lot of us when we go on a diet and we lose all this weight, you're losing muscle. That is like, I got no time for that. I do not want any of that in my life because I want all the muscle I have. Plus I'm building for more. I'm building for more strength. That's my focus. So with these changes, and I'm going to share four of them with you today, I've gone down a pant size. So I might weigh exactly the same on the scale. I might weigh more. I have no idea, but I know that my body composition is changing and I'm loving it, but I have more energy. I am sleeping like a baby. Uh, like just everything feels better. I'm happier. I'm more energetic, lively, vibrant. Like all of those things really are happening. I know you hear those words from people like roll your eyes, like whatever, what is she on? But truthfully, I just made some really simple shifts and a lot of things changed. So number one, and this is going to be so annoying. <laughs> totally. I know this is going to be annoying, but this truthfully is the first thing that I had to work really hard on. I relaxed. I literally relaxed. I stopped reading all the posts on Instagram that were telling me to do this and do this and do this. Cause I can be easily swayed people. You can sway me very easily. So I, I just relaxed. I stopped looking at everything. I started really leaning into my own intuition, my own gut. I started to fall in love with my body where it was. Even this little lower belly pooch that was forming, um, that started when I was 48. I can almost to the day remember waking up and looking in the mirror and like, oh my God, what is that? What is happening here? And I mean, at that point in time, I remember feeling like, oh, I guess this is just what happens. Like it's downhill from now. And that's when I started my kind of journey into like, no, this is not the end. I got, I can turn this around. Um, but what I can tell you is that lower belly pooch didn't necessarily just go away when I decided I was going to turn things around. It didn't get bigger though. So I started leaning into that. I started leaning into, well, it's here, but it's not getting bigger. So some of these choices I'm making are good. I'm doing good things. I'm leaning into my health instead of leaning out. I'm doing things every single day to make me healthier. I started leaning into that attitude, being grateful for the tools that I had around me. You know, here's another little story. I had this infected toe, my baby toe nail was infected. And, you know, it was one of those like nagging pains, right? Like almost kind of like a headache that's just there and you cannot get rid of it. And just that experience for the couple days that it lasted made me so grateful for my feet, for my legs, right? We don't know how good we have it until something isn't working right. So I leaned into that. I leaned into loving myself where I was at and knowing that I was doing things every day to push myself forward, to make my body stronger, to control the lower belly fat, to control the hormone imbalances. And I was doing things to put myself back in balance. I worked on this really hard. It helped me stop obsessing with worrying about what I was eating and what I wasn't. Was I getting enough protein? Was I not? Was I getting enough carbs? Was I not? Like it stopped me from being so like regimented and stressed. 
All of that stuff causes so much stress. We're stressing about getting enough or doing too much or all this stuff. We're stressing about, oh, we're going to go to Christmas and it's going to be pizza and I don't want pizza. I eat the pizza, right? I stopped worrying about these things. This was the first time in years that I haven't been afraid of food. Around Christmas time, I ate the cookies, I ate the appetizers, and I felt really good about it. I didn't binge on anything, which I'm so proud of, because that's something that has been a real struggle of mine, that I would restrict myself so much that when I allowed myself to have stuff, I would just completely binge. I don't do that anymore at all. So that was number one, like totally mindset. I let myself relax, which was like, oh, it feels so good. So that's the first thing I would suggest. Fall in love with yourself right now. Find the things that are actually working really well. What can you be grateful for right now? Because you do have things. You have legs, arms, like you can go for a walk. You can prepare some food in your house. Like those are things that some people don't have. We can be grateful for those things. This show is sponsored by the Body Fitness app, voted the number one health, fitness, and wellness app by CNN Uncensored. The Body Streaming app is more fantastic than ever. I've used it since it was created in 2016, and it's helped me stay accountable to my health and fitness, have convenient workouts from home, and I've learned how to eat properly without dieting. For a limited time, you can get a two-year membership for the price of one. If you're interested, the link is in the show notes, and if you'd like to chat, make sure you email me at hello at michellefile.com. Okay. Number two, and this gets into the protein talk because yes, I'm a huge, huge believer in we need to prioritize protein. We, it helps you stay satiated longer. It helps control your blood sugar. It keeps you full for longer. I mean, I had an amazing breakfast around, oh, it was when Delaney was at school, nine o'clock. It's one o'clock now. I am not hungry. And it was because it was protein packed, right? It was protein packed. It was savory versus sweet. And I'm still not hungry. Like I, I need to go eat. Like I need to go eat after I'm done recording here. So protein is super, super important, but I see all these people getting so obsessed with their protein ratios and protein macros and making sure they get enough protein and calculating it so perfectly. And I started doing that. I'm not going to lie. There's been times that I've just got sucked into that and I got my scale out, like my food scale and started calculating, making sure. And then I just threw that away. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I don't want my daughter to see this. No. So I just started saying these two words to myself, plants and protein, plants and protein. Every meal has to have plants and protein. I don't really need to focus on getting carbohydrates. I get lots of carbs because I love carbohydrates. I love crackers. I love chips. I love sweet potatoes. I love potatoes. I love um, pizza. <laughs> like I get enough carbs. Like I, I don't need to calculate that. I know that I get enough of that. So once I started just focusing the plate making sure that there was plants and protein, making sure that's what I ate first, 
filling up on veggies, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, zucchini, coleslaw, cabbage, making sure my plate was full of plants. And then there was a good amount of protein. I mean, take your hand and judge it by that, like six ounces that I was having a steak or chicken or whatever that I was eggs. You know, there's so many different types of protein, Greek yogurt. I love Greek yogurt, cottage cheese. I just started focusing on plants and protein, making sure that every meal, or if I needed a snack, like if I was actually feeling hungry, it was focused around plants and protein. This is taken from one of the simplest nutrition plans that I always help my clients with, get started with. It's a beginner program. It teaches you how to portion control. It teaches you how to look at your plate and know what should be on it. It teaches you about what types of plants, what types of proteins, carbohydrates, all that kind of stuff. I love this program. And that's where this is really modified from. It's like just focusing on plants and protein. So that's what I've been doing since my birthday, just making sure my plate is full of those two things. I'm not saying no to the potatoes. I'm not saying no to the rice or the crackers. I'm still having those things, you guys. I still am having the, I have had more pieces of pizza, more Christmas cookies, more handfuls of chips than I, since my birthday, than I probably have had in the 10 years all put together. And I'm not kidding. Now, I'm not saying like you go balls to the wall on those kind of foods. I've just done it correctly. And I haven't binged on them ever because I haven't felt like I'm restricting myself from those things, but I'm focused on plants and protein. So that's what happens first. That's what goes down the hatch first, but I'm allowed to have whatever else there is if I want it. What I'm finding is I don't really want it. I'm full. I'm satisfied with this plants and protein. Of course, you're going to have healthy fats with that. I don't have to worry about healthy fats either. I love adding some nuts or some nut butter or some dressings. Like I like my food to taste good. So I don't really have to get too you know, critical over the carbs and the healthy fats because they're added, they're, they're good, right? So that was number two, totally focused on my plate with plants and protein. Number three, you will see, if you can see this video, I'm standing. So something that I have started since my birthday is I've got more active. I'm just more active all day long. I bought myself a walking pad for underneath my desk. I have my bike downstairs. I have runners to go for a walk and things like this. I now do standing up because that makes me more active moving my arms. Like you burn so many more calories just by standing up versus sitting down. So I've got more active, more neat exercise. So neat exercise is the stuff you do just by living your life. But a lot of us can get caught up, myself included, for the last friggin' 10 years. I've just sat behind this desk all day long thinking that, well, I did my workout. I did that half an hour workout downstairs, so I'm good. Like I felt like that was all I needed. I need that workout because it's strength training, the muscle, the heavy, heavy weights. And that's gonna come in a minute. But it's this, this activity, more walking. I walk probably twice a day on my smart pad for 20 minutes. 
just to get more activity in. That's been a huge change. And I think it's made a huge difference. So I've canned all aggressive cardio. It's gone for me. I don't think that was helping me at all. Zone three hit all that stuff. I just, at this point in my life, I don't think that was helpful. This zone two is what we call it, but just don't even worry about those metrics. Just think about it as more activity, more walking around, more dancing around, more cycling on your bike, go for a swim, walk to your neighbors. Instead, take the stairs. You know, when they say park at the back of the parking lot, park at the back of the parking lot, because now you can walk you know, those times that you're like kind of annoyed that you have to go to the other end of the hall at the office to get something, be grateful for that time because now you get to get more steps in. You're doing more activity, just get more active. Now I know for people that live near me sometimes going outside, ideally get some outside activity, but I'm not going to lie. I don't do it every day because when it is gray and rainy and snowy, I don't want to go outside. And that's why I bought my smart pad, but you can even just walk your house, put your earbuds in, listen to a great podcast and walk your house. Like just be more active. I think that's made a huge difference for me. Okay. Number four, strength training. Oh my gosh. I think this was maybe one of the biggest aha moments I've had with my fitness ever. So all summer, I kind of got wrapped up into doing low, like different types of workouts than I really enjoy for several different reasons. First of all, I was asked to be in a test group with my company, which is a huge honor. And I would never have said no to that. Um, the other one, I kind of got caught up in like everyone was doing this program. So I decided to do it as well. This is a personal, personal thing. Bar, Pilates that kind of stuff. A, I don't really like it. B, I don't think my body is necessarily built for those kind of programs, or I just need to do it more and I would be better at it, whatever. But I did them all summer. So from June, July, August, September, almost into my birthday, I was doing that type of workout. And I felt okay, but I knew that I wasn't feeling as strong or as like toned and sculpted as I generally like to look like over time, I could see that's what was going on. So around my birthday, I shifted back to what I love to do, which is heavy lifting, strength training, really four to five times a week, working with weights and going as heavy as I can in alignment with my cycle. I do still have a healthy, pretty normal cycle. I haven't lost that yet. So I still try and work out in alignment with my cycle with heavy weights. Oh my gosh. Like within a couple weeks, I could not believe a, how much my body was changing, how much more energy I had. I just know for me at this point in my life, and I can't see that changing because I know the science and how much, how important it is for us to have muscle, how the only way you're going to build that is by lifting heavy weights. Um, you need that resistance. You, you need that as we, as we lose so much body mass and bone density and all that stuff, we have to build it back up. Right? So the goal is we're trying to keep what we have, <clears throat> but also build some more. So when I shifted my workouts to more lifting, everything changed. 
So I guess the point I'm trying to make is it wasn't just one thing. It hasn't been like astronomical. Like I dropped 50 pounds. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking to yes, drop body fat and change my body composition by building strength. So this strength training really, really created some massive shifts. And I'm so excited. Maybe I'll do a follow-up to this in 12 weeks because I'm doing a 12 week program right now. And it's all heavy lifting. 45 to 50 minutes every single day, uh, lower body twice a week, one total body, two upper body, like very, very focused on heavy lifting. And then of course the activity that I just talked about doing my walk, going for a walk, spinning on my bike, like that zone to just more active during the day, the combination of those things I think is going to be incredible. So I'll do a follow-up. So that those are some, those are four things that I did the mindset focused on plants and protein. That's it. I was not worried about numbers, containers, points, macros, weighing nothing. I'm just looking at my plate and saying plants and protein, the carbs take care of themselves. The healthy fats take care of themselves. I got more active during the day. Like I'm just more active standing, doing this podcast, going for a walk, taking the stairs, more strength training, like focusing on heavy lifting. So if you go to a gym, awesome, go get a personal trainer to give you a couple classes. So you know how to do this stuff properly. If you want to work out at home, like me invest, invest in some Bowflex weights or go get a selection of dumbbells and get yourself a bench and uh, an at home program. There's so many amazing programs now. Like, obviously, you know, if you need one, I'm your girl, but there's so much out there. Now I'm going to give you a bonus. Cause I think this is really important. Maybe this is a tip or a hint of what my fifth thing is hydration. I started focusing on my hydration. I mean, I I've been in this world for a long time, so I thought I was drinking enough water, but the truth is I had started to lean into some not so great habits, a few too many coffees and a few too little Stanley's of water. My water intake was low. I was, I was drinking water at the beginning of the day. And then I was like falling off. I wasn't drinking that much. So now I kind of set up these guidelines for myself. I have to drink one of these in the morning before anything else. And then I always have my energized because I have my energized before I go do my workout. But like in the past, what was happening. I would have my energize come up, get Delaney ready. Then I would brew a coffee because I was eating my breakfast. That's not allowed anymore. I have to have a full one of these again before I drink anything else. And now typically I'll just have one half calf coffee. And then it has, I have to have two more of these before anything else. So whether I want to have like a club soda or maybe another coffee or something, I have to have two more Stanley's and I try and get my water done, um, around six o'clock because I, I don't want it to interrupt my sleep. So that's kind of like a extra tip, check your tech, check your hydration. So these are my simple things that I have done that have really helped me in the last eight weeks, nine weeks, 10 weeks. I have no idea. I told you, I don't math. I don't no numbers. I can't do it. So this is how I have simplified all of these things that we're hearing, right? 
And there's some other things that I didn't cover, like I dinner and done. I'm not eating before bed. You know, I'm not snacking. I'm making sure it's just three meals unless I'm like ravenous and I have a snack, but I focus on those plants and protein. I really worked on my sleep last year. So I'm getting uninterrupted sleep. Like there is all these things that layer on top of each other to help you get to these goals that you might have for yourself. My goal again might not be the same as you. I am focused on keeping the muscle I have, every single ounce of it. I do not wanna just drop weight that makes me drop muscle. I wanna keep this muscle. I wanna build for strength, build for longevity, build for this healthy, healthy body in my 70s, 80s, 90s, and 100s. I want that for all of us, right? So I hope this is helpful. I hope these are are just simple, tangible things that you can take and implement in your own life. And my advice is pick one. And if I'm going to be honest, the one that you need to work on first is your mindset. You need to fall in love with this body that you have already. It's okay to love your body where it's at and also know that you want to improve it. That's actually really, really healthy. We always should be wanting to improve. I'm always going to be wanting to get more muscle and get stronger and just lean into everything that I can do to make me healthier for years to come. So pick one and work on that. And then layer on top of that, another thing. So don't overwhelm yourself. If you're not doing anything, don't overwhelm yourself. Like, oh, now I have to strength train for 45 minutes a day. And I have to walk every day and drink all this water. Like that's overwhelming. Just pick one, pick one thing, lean into that. When you feel confident with that layer on the next thing. Okay. You guys, I hope this was helpful. I hope this will help you maybe determine some goals that you want to set for yourself this year. And what I really think is so helpful when you're thinking about goals, so they're not just like fluffy and like, what's your word of the year and all this random stuff we see online. Think about what you desire for your future self. Close your eyes and ask yourself, what do I want things to feel like and look like in 20 years, 20 years, calculate how old you're going to be. What do you want that to look like? How do you want to feel How much strength, strong energy, think about words like that. And that will help you determine some micro goals that you can set for yourself for this year that you can just work on slowly, comfortably. This isn't a race, right? This is our life we're talking about. Go at it slow. Don't pressure yourself. Don't quit on yourself and see how much stronger you can end up in 12 months. I hope this is helpful. I appreciate you so much. This is going to be such an awesome year for this podcast. I can't wait to hear what you think of my last week's episode and this one and the different ones coming. It's going to be awesome. Bye guys. All right. I know you guys loved that one. It was powerful. I hope you are walking away with some value and inspiration and things you can actually start implementing into your own life. As always, I appreciate you guys so much and I'd really love it if you would subscribe to the show and also leave a review. Five star would be awesome. No, honestly, I just appreciate hearing what you take away from the show and how it's helping you. Make sure you're following me over on Instagram at it's Michelle File and Michelle Moore File on Facebook. 
I love when you guys send me messages. You tag me in your stories. It's just so fun to see that some of you are really getting some really great information from these shows and these incredible guests that I'm having on. I hope you have an awesome week and we'll see you next Wednesday.